0: Hi, and welcome to The Strad Podcast. I'm Davina Shum, I'm a cellist, and I'm the online editor at The Strad. Today you're going to hear from Serbian-French violinist Nemanja Radulovic, who's got a new album coming out called Roots. It contains a very international and diverse program, with pieces from Serbia to North Macedonia, Spain, Brazil, France, Japan, and many more countries. Nemanja also spoke about the role of violin playing during his childhood, including his musical heroes and the influences of the West and East in Serbia. Here he is. Nemanja, welcome to the Strad podcast. So we're here today to talk about your new album, which is coming out at the beginning of October. I was having a little listen to it uh, just before we started talking just now, and it's a very international program, and you've got plenty of arrangements of traditional works from around the world and also reading back to our feature on Serbian string playing in our June issue of the Strad and it's mentioned that there's this influence of west and east in Serbia because classical music was quite new it was a bit of a blank canvas in that sense. Tell me why have you chosen the name Roots for your album for a program that's incredibly diverse and international?
1: When we started uh, imagining this album, the working title was Roots, you know, probably because it was a short word, you know. But after it got uh, such a deeper meaning because um, for us, uh, for me, uh, classical music is based on the traditional music. And during the lockdown, actually, I imagined this album because uh, I think for... Each person on this earth, it was such a different feeling, you know, when we were uh, locked down. Personally, I couldn't really practice my violin and and play, probably because I was doing a lot of that just before. And uh, suddenly it changed. But uh, I started to listen so much different musical styles, you know, during these first three months. I could understand that Mozart's music and traditional music, I mean, world music, gave me the most joy. It gave me the feeling that I'm alive again, you know. (laughs) This is the most important reason why I, I chose to do that kind of album. After you know more, you go deeper into that music, better you see that there is no difference between classical and this kind of music, because the music is just the music.
0: I spoke to a guest recently about world music, a violin playing from around the world, but I imagine you'd probably find a lot of similarities in violin playing, even though they're from different countries, but like, what sort of interesting aspects of string playing did you see in seemingly really far away places? Uh,
1: It's very very different uh, way of playing already with the right hand the speed uh, bow is uh, probably the most authentic you know uh, in each country because uh, for instance in India you you need to find a good uh, balance between the speed of your right hand but also with glissandio in the left hand and um, It was probably one of the most difficult to understand because it's not my culture, you know. So I was trying to listen and to watch uh, Indian players, how they do that. And then um, with Alexander Sedler, uh, we spent uh, a lot of time uh, making arrangements together in Belgrade. Like 25 days, (laughs) we didn't go out from the the studio. Uh, We were focusing and uh, searching the right way of uh, expression. And I remember for India, we tried so many different things. And finally, I was thinking, but if I want to play Indian music, first of all, I have to make a different tuning of my instrument. So I did on four strings. It was sol, 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 sol. G,
0: G, G, G. G, G,
1: G, G, yeah. Wow, four Gs. Yes, four (laughs) Gs. I was able, you know, to play like two violin, same uh, note, but on yeah. two different strings, and it gave a completely different color. It seems uh, like two Indian voices. So, yeah, little little things like that. Or, for instance, uh, Macedonia, which is a very well-known song in uh, Balkan countries. Suddenly, I imagined with the lyrics, which are really beautiful, talking about a Macedonian girl, actually about uh, the guy who got a, a child, Macedonian child. And... Uh, I thought, uh, actually, it cannot be only one way, you know. (laughs) So I I decided to put another second violin. And um, those are little freedoms and constantly creative feeling that we had to imagine the very well-known songs, traditional songs, into our vision of it.
0: I think especially during the lockdown, when we had those restrictions of not being able to do our... Prior engagements, you know, those restrictions did unleash a whole lot of uh, creativity, um, you know, and being able to explore this kind of world music, it's sort of special in that way.
1: Because we have been locked down and uh, I I think the world just started to put more and more boundaries. You couldn't fly, you couldn't travel Mm. to any other country. So being able (laughs) to travel through the music was really like a what is the escape
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your passport to the world, isn't Mm. it? (laughs) We've been talking a little bit about exploring the musical cultures of other countries, and like you mentioned before, the challenges of Indian music, and it's not your culture. But it'd be interesting to speak a little bit about your musical culture, you know, coming from Serbia, as I Mm -hmm. mentioned before, a bit of a melting pot of influences from around the world. And you're even quoted in our June issue, speaking about your teacher, Dan yes, saying, you know, we all played and lived together, giving this image of collaboration. Tell me about the role of violin playing in your childhood. Besides the competitions, practicing, filling in for Maxim Vengerov. Yes, know, yes, yes. Tell me about the sort of music making aspect.
1: With accordion, violin is the instrument uh, that we use the most in Serbia, in traditional music, but uh, also later in classical music. Working with Dejan Mikhailovich uh, was so, so nice because uh, he had that knowledge from Russian school. He was a student of David Oistrakh, but he was really very open mind. So we had also the touch from the West and he had this huge class of uh, 30, 40 violinists who are still in touch and maybe not all, but uh, at least uh, 70% of the students, we are like in daily basis in touch and talking about him. And he trusted us. He gave us a freedom. He gave us uh, several directions about the technique, about the expression, but uh, it was on us to find the way of our proper interpretation of the piece. So it's very interesting because he had such a huge class and no one is playing the same. We have the same basic with the hands and technique, but mm-hmm. the expression is very, very different.
0: That's so important, isn't it? Because I think the role of a good teacher is to show the way, isn't it? Like, yes. I, I remember one teacher saying, you know, it's my job to show you the door, but you have to go through it. Of course.
1: And it was interesting because, for instance, he, uh, next to the teaching, he actually uh, wanted us to uh, participate in teaching. So older students were giving the lessons and working with younger ones. And uh, it was, you know, like this uh, for many, many years. So um, he was not only teaching how to play, but also how to uh, to teach and what is uh, important.
0: Yeah, and that way you're getting influences from so many different sources, of aren't you? Course. Not just that one person, and you don't have carbon copies of 70 violins, all exactly the same, you're yeah, right. yeah, you have to have that freedom to think for mm-hmm. yourselves. I'd like to ask you, what is your favorite track? On the album, if, if there was one track that people had to listen to, I, what would you recommend? This is
1: really difficult to say because I know,
0: I know, everyone always says that, but yes, <laughs> so I know. What's your favorite <clears throat> track for today?
1: <laughs> for today, I would say, you know, it's a diffi- uh, Why is difficulty? It's not because I I cannot choose one, but uh, really, all of them are so personal, and I spent mm-hmm. so much time and probably is the album that uh, I took the most of the time to prepare you know and uh, to work on it and to remember why I chose certain pieces they yeah. all connect me to, to wonderful people around me my family my friends uh, some music that I discovered with some of the players in one Parisian bar, or you know the this little thing. so <laughs> that's why it's so difficult to <laughs> uh, to to say, but okay, for today, I'm in Paris, so it can be France. <laughs> if you need one, let's make it land différence. <laughs> Lovely.
0: Fabulous. Brilliant. I know it's really, really difficult. To, it's like choosing your favorite child, but like, <laughs> <Of course. laughs> it's just just interesting, mm. I think, to hear that insight. Mm. Nemanja, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank
1: you very much. Thank you very much for this.
0: That was Nemanja Radulovic. Roots is out on Warner Classics on 7th of October, so check out the show notes for more information about that. And don't forget to head to our website, thestrad.com, to check out the latest news, articles, and reviews on all things to do with string playing. And if you like what you see and hear, register and subscribe to access exclusive archival content from 2010 onward. We've got 50% off an online subscription for students, and if you're not sure you're ready to subscribe, take out a free trial for seven days, start reading right away with no strings attached. And if you happen to be on Apple Podcasts right now, give us a little review or a rating. Thanks for listening and tune in again soon for another episode. Take good care. Bye.